King. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Come into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. I'm trying to be FCC compliant. The hideouts. Something enjoyable for children. You guys are so Funny and so smart. The hideout. The hideout. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What 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 what's new? So we we Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. The only sober people in the building have fan dubs hanging out with you. First of all... But I'm drunk with love. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, I'm feeling that. Kudos, kudos to uh, Mr. or uh, Auntie Fez Watley, who was just epic all day today. Um, I was told he was going to hang out for the hideout. A little disappointed. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to do the 10 hour. You know, and uh, but hey, whatever. I'm not going to call him a slacker, though. You slacker. <laughs> um, but uh, great stuff. Uh, great stuff. Don and Mike, as usual. And, of course, Ron and Fez. And here we are in the hideout, ready to wrap up the day uh, with you. Uh, of course, we want to chat with you as well. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And um, uh, just a lot going on in the hideout, J-Dubs. A, a couple of uh, great guests, in fact. Also, too, um, a lot of emails about last night's show. Really? Yeah. About the payoff for the Radio Hideout fantasy football bet with um, Matt Albert and Mr. Corolla. Corolla ended up uh, jumping in on the action. Yeah. He, we couldn't hold him back. Yeah, he just had to. For some reason, he was like, please, I see that Icy Hot is being put on uh, the areas. I want in. And so we allowed him to play. Um, dubs, in addition to that, we also have... Um, I believe some prizes to give away. And do not forget that we will be broadcasting live at Lulu's in Georgetown with Budweiser. It's at 22nd and M Street, 2119 M Street, lulusclub.com. You mentioned the hideout. Uh, no cover. It's 18 and up. We'll have two trips for two anywhere Independence Air flies, flyeye.com. And also, Doug from Saunders Photography. There's a link on radiohideout.com. Um, he is here to take our pictures tonight. Nice. We're going to see if he can turn crap into gold. Yeah, because we both look like crap. We completely forgot that he was going to be here. If I knew he was going to be here, I would have showered. Yeah. And uh, I, I just happened to shave today, which I'm pretty happy about. But I got my Texas Tech baseball shirt, and he's going to take pictures. Represent. Well, I guess that's what it is. Put the apple down. Stop playing with the apple. I can't. Jay, I've been doing it all night. Have you really? Yeah. All right. Very, very annoying. <laughs> All right, Dubs. Let's um, let's go ahead and get started with the show. Oh, irritable mail. The irritablemail.com. I I took this test on the website. In fact, I want that link up on radiohideout.com. Apparently, there's this new thing. What did Giant Bryant call it? The uh, uh, menstrual, menstrual cycle. It's true. The whole thing is true, and I have my diagnosis. And we'll talk to a uh, Jed Diamond in the second half of the show. I know. Is that a radio name? No, you would think. Um, but uh, Jed Diamond, not Jack, will be joining us uh, at uh, 11.30. First, though, Dubs, let's start 
with the hideout headline of the night. It's actually a couple of days old, but a distraught man um, kills himself at ground zero because he was upset about the Bush re-election. 25-year-old worker from the University of Georgia shot and killed himself at ground zero Saturday morning, authorities said. Uh, the man was found atop a structure housing um, at the one in nine subway lines after a hotel worker spotted what they believe was somebody sleeping inside the site at around 8 a.m., a spokesperson for the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey said. Man distraught over Bush re-election commits suicide at Ground Zero, the hideout headline of the night. I have I didn't know how bad this affected people, this whole election, but uh, I was talking to KOP earlier, and he told me he has not watched the news at all since... I haven't either. I have not. I, I love the Daily Show. I can't watch it right now. I am still in a process of mourning. Well, you're in a denial stage right now. Yeah, completely. Um, in fact, I have, what is it? Whenever you go through like a major tragedy, God damn it, I don't have that on me. There are like five steps of denial, anger, acceptance, like these, these five steps that you go through. And I refuse, absolutely refuse to look. Unfortunately, I have to look at the AOL for broadband to, pre you know, prepare for this show. And I see certain stories and it, pisses me off the one website that i did go to when i was on radiohigh.com because i wanted to see how they were reacting to the whole thing is i went to redefeatbush.com uh dave Lytell joined us in the hideout the week before the election he is back in the hideout to join us right now dave hey guys we lost uh well you know uh, i don't know that uh i'm ready to go there as a matter of fact i mean i'm also not ready to go uh you know commit suicide over it but i have invited a couple thousand of uh, my closest friends to join me at lafayette park across from the white house tomorrow at noon uh to protest the way in which the election was mismanaged and this absurd claim that Bush has a mandate to escalate the war in Iraq. Now well, he, it's political capital, and he's going to spend... Boy, that's the funniest thing. This is what they do, and by they I mean that side, the administration. They just continually lie until people end up believing it. Like, J-Dubs, you're the smartest talk show host on the East Coast. Yes. Um, and I kill kittens and old people. But what they continually lie about is this mandate, this absurd idea of a mandate that he, think he, got, he thinks he got... Because literally, like, what is it, 3% of the country was more in favor of him, if that? Yeah, well, I mean, you can, you can undercut that in a number of different ways. Uh, first of all, he is the president who have won re-election with the smallest margin in American history in the electoral vote that we haven't had an election, a re-election of a president this close since uh, 1916. And as long as we've been, as long as we've had a popular vote for electors, we've never had a president reelected by a more narrow margin. But I think the, the way that I find most fun to undercut this is to say, if you think that George Bush's margin in this election is a mandate, then hell, it's only six times the size of Al Gore's mandate four years ago. Ah, nice. That's a very good way to look at it. Now, you again, Lafayette Park at noon tomorrow in front of the White House to protest, I guess, what's going on in Iraq right now. And here's the thing, Dave, and I, I saw this, I believe, on com. I also saw it uh, on the AOL for broadband. 
this one story about this one Ohio precinct, and not a lot of people are hearing about this. Yeah. It's, well, let me let me tell it real quick. Where okay. Bush ended up getting forty three hundred votes, I guess, to Kerry's two hundred seventy votes on election night. The only problem is that like only six hundred and seventy eight people actually voted in that precinct. So mysteriously, mysteriously, Bush ends up with four thousand extra votes. In one precinct in Ohio. Now, right. that just happened in one. Imagine if we actually opened our eyes and started looking at other places. And, Dubs, you remember I had a I had a meltdown on election night. Yes, you did. Because I said... Which I don't understand why you had a meltdown, because you didn't even watch the election. You were watching a uh, basketball game. I had a meltdown because of the fact that I was like, there's no way. This is not re real. This is not legitimate. Something is going on here. Dave... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you know, what's the old joke uh, that, that he used to tell in Eastern Europe that just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they aren't really out to get you. You know, I mean, you can be you can be paranoid and correct sometimes. Uh, and you know, I, that's not actually the story that I thought you were going to tell. Um, the uh, the story that I find most compelling, and I, you know, I have had a little bit of time to put into this and and have a you know good deal of experience doing. Uh, uh, election result analysis, and I think the amazing thing about Ohio, the way I would frame Ohio is to say this. Bush, remember, first of all, got fewer votes this time than he did last time. Last time he won the state handily. So on a statewide basis, his vote total goes down. However, in nine states, the nine most important, excuse me, nine counties, the nine counties that are most important to Bush, that account for the overwhelming majority of Bush's margin of victory, 85% of Bush's margin of victory comes from these nine counties. Where his vote, uh, where his vote total went up appreciably, uh, in only two of those counties did he get over 70% of the vote four years ago, and all nine of them he got over 70% of the vote this time. So I took one of them and looked at that in detail. Now that's Warren County, Ohio. What, what makes Warren County unusual is at least a couple of dimensions. First of all, um, fully a third of Bush's entire statewide margin, 40,000 votes, comes from Warren County. And Warren County has this strange story that ought to at least set you off, even if you're not very paranoid, where they close, you know, against uh, state law, they throw the reporters out, and they say you can't watch the, the tally of the votes. And so the reporters kind of chase down. They say, well, why are you doing this to us? We can always watch the tally of the votes. What are you doing? And they say, well, we're doing it on the advice of the emergency services coordinator for the county. So they chase him down. And... And they say, well, what's going on? Why are we not allowed to watch the vote? And what does he say? He says, well, the, the uh, Federal Department of Homeland Security told me that it would be uh, that uh, I ought to close it um, to uh, public scrutiny, that it's a national security issue. Oh, my God. And here's the other thing I hear about Ohio, too. We're talking to Dave Lytell from com. The other thing that you hear is about there are literally bags and bags of ballots that were put into the back of a, a of a truck and driven off, uh, where people have no idea where these ballots end up going. Um, what's the rest of that, Dave? I mean, what what I mean, what are the ramifications of that? What happens? Well, I, you know, the way I look at it, the way I, I try to help people, you know, get them to look at it, is to say we're 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 accustomed to looking at the election results on a state by state basis, and what we really need to be doing is we really need to look at where which voting technologies were used in which parts of the country, and then 
kind of reorder our understanding of how the election results were recorded and reported on the basis of what sort of technology was used for those people to vote. And the reason, you know, I mean, I'm a technologist when it comes down to it. I served in the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy. And um, what my training as a technologist tells me that is, is if a class of voting machines, because it was improperly programmed, makes a mistake in one place, it's going to make the same mistake in other places, or at least I certainly wouldn't trust it. If an ATM machine, you know, shorted me 20 bucks, I would look at the ATM machine and say, hmm, all right, well, what's the pattern among the ATM machines? Because I don't want to get shorted 20 bucks again. Right, you may have afraid of the same bug or the same uh, um, problem with code or whatever. Exactly. Until you prove to me that it works again, I'm going to believe that I, that, that class of machine is going to have some... Uh, trouble. And that's really the way you need to look at this. We need to say, what is the method people were using to vote in that place, and do we have confidence in that? Plus, the other thing is just, again, you know, the, the thing that is remarkable about it is there's counties in Florida in which the, the vote totals are just absurd on the face of them. Counties that are overwhelmingly Democratic that voted overwhelmingly Republican. And that's what I'm saying. There, there are counties in Florida where the number of recorded votes is larger than the number of voters. Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Dave Lytell, redefeatbush.com. They're having a protest tomorrow because there's all this evidence out there, and it's not getting picked up on by the mainstream media. The protest is going to be at Lafayette Park at noon tomorrow in front of the White House. Um, let's take a quick call for you, David, all right? Great. Sean, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? I love you guys. Glad to have you in the D.C. area and stuff. Uh my point is, you guys are all too smart for this. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be miffed because I voted for Bush, and I'm glad he got reelected. But right. um, the point is this. What do you guys expect a presidential candidate to do when he wins? What do you think he's going to do? Say, I barely won. You know, I don't have the right to do anything and push my agenda. I mean, it's not that unreasonable that this guy is going to take this capital, no matter how much it really is. I mean, we all know. It's not a mandate. Anyone with a brain in their head knows it's not that big of a mandate and that, of course, he's going to push it. I mean, why wouldn't he take advantage of it? If Kerry won, he sure as heck would have done the same thing. Now, here's the thing, though. and uh, Forgive me for my ignorance, but from what I understand of a mandate is that it's an overwhelming approval according to the votes of, yes, this is absolutely the president that we want. Here is the mandate. The majority of the country is with you, i.e. Yeah. what Clinton basically got his second term, which the Republicans would never say that Clinton got a mandate his second go around. You're They're correct, but, but you guys are arguing over semantics. You're arguing but over that's what they the do. Flip-flop was a semantic that you're worked, right, and it was right, a lie. You're right. you're right, and my point is, that the Republicans are no more insane. guilty of these semantic political games no. than the Democrats. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate it, bro. Uh, David, do I, do I get my shot at that? Yeah, man, you go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I don't actually think that's true, and I think that, that, in fact, if Bush had decided, Bush used September 11th as the mandate that he didn't get in the 2000 election. Which happened on his watch, by the way. Right. But, but he says, all right, now finally I understand what I'm supposed to do in life, and I'm supposed to be a wartime president. And he takes September 11th as his mandate. And How? He, well, I that, know, I know, but how do you do it? Go ahead. Well, but the, 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 simple, the simple point is this. 
they, he didn't have a mandate then, and instead of governing the country from the center, I mean, we had, my God, people that had loathed this country for generations had sympathy for us after September 11th. Yeah, and he had, he had the overwhelming support of the country behind him. But what did he do with that? He took that and, uh, and put forth, he simply used it as an opportunity to put forth the most radical right-wing agenda that otherwise wouldn't have ever been approved. By the way, that, that September 11th actually was the ultimate political capital for him, and look how he spent it that way. Right. When you really think about it, look what he did with the right-wing neoconservative uh, agenda and then the war in Iraq. Hey, well, David, that's, why, that's why all this mandate stuff actually does have some substance behind it, because... You know, that's the way they behaved when they didn't have a mandate. You know, imagine how far to the right they think they're going to be able to go, you know, now. Right. All right. Um, we got We actually got a couple people. We appreciate we're able to uh, talk with you right here uh, before the big event going on tomorrow. Once again, Lafayette Park at noon uh, in front of the White House, redefeatbush.com, uh, David Lightell. And uh, I'd like to check in with you periodically just to see what's going on, because here's the thing. People keep saying, get over it. Get over it. How? You can't get over it, and that's it's it's tough to move on when you feel like you've been gypped. All right. Yeah. And well, then, and, you when, know, a UPI reporter, you know, uh, kind of did that to me tonight and uh, said, you know, what, what do you say to all those people who just say it's just sour grapes? You're just complaining because you lost the election. My answer to that is, you know, we we didn't believe him when he told us there were weapons of mass destruction and he just told us to sit down and shut up, and we didn't believe him when he told us that there was a link between Saddam and uh, Osama bin Laden, and you told us to sit down and shut up. And the fact of the matter is, if I had any faith in the commercial news media to go out and get the truth, I would, in fact, sit down and let them do it. But there's no evidence that they do that anymore. That's just not their job anymore. Exactly. Are we going to have to wait until uh, three years later for Michael Moore to put out a film about what happened on November 2nd, right, exactly. 2004? And then, at that point, there's nothing for you to do about it except piss and moan about it. Now is the time to take action. And but here's the thing. All right, let's one more one more quick thing. All right, this, I can't believe Kerry, by the way, conceded so quickly because automatically there are four thousand votes in one precinct that would have gotten thrown out. Who Lord knows we go back, we look at other. Then we then we count the provisional votes. Who knows what really ends up happening? I'm so pissed at Kerry and the DNC for conceding so goddamn early. And I think there's a whole skull and bones thing there, Dubs. We'll talk about that later. Well, look, you know, but what the happens? Point is, there's, look, read the Constitution. There's no concession in the Constitution. It doesn't exist. There's no process in the Constitution that says thou shalt concede. Right. It doesn't It doesn't happen. What happens is you count the votes and you decide who the winner is. That's what happens. All right, Dave. We'll, we'll check in with you periodically. Call hey, guys, us anytime so you got you. Lafayette Park, noon, tomorrow in front of the White House, protest. Get active, get involved. Thank you. David Lytell, redefeatbush.com. Oh, man, I really, we'd given it a week break. I purposely ignored a couple of the stories because I didn't want to get riled up again. I'm, we've been we've been bamboozled. We've been led astray. We've been hoodwinked. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Hmm, I don't understand what you're saying now. I think you've just talked about something completely different. It's all the same. <laughs> no, it isn't. It really isn't. Oppression. <laughs> it's just oppression. <laughs> what? Honora, you're in the hideout. It is all the same. You're right. What? <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. You guys are all crazy now. Oh, no. I'm you so glad up over to there, hear cracker. you saying this. 
You're the voice of reason. We, we and really you're the are. voice of downs. No, she's right. Honora's I mean, right. Listen to her. She, no, we, you guys I just are right. You're the only person I've heard saying these things. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not some you know raving, no. uh, single, lonely person. I mean, I'm a normal person with a family. <laughs> I, I have a master's degree, but every single thing you said. I said the same thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. Dubs and, and others. Including the bones thing. Including that. I mean, do you don't find it ironic that they're part of this whole little society? I am so disgusted that he conceded so I, quickly. And I, I can understand why you guys are so upset. But the worst thing to do is get all riled up and act like a goddamn maniac. No, but you gotta no, make something no. happen. Yeah, you make something happen, but when you act like a maniac, everybody thinks you're a maniac and will not listen to you. No. Talking over each other doesn't help. Somebody, seriously, one at a time. <laughs> Thank you, Honora. I understand. I love you. Thank you so what about much. You for ruin, saying these what things. about you ruining your husband's comics? What? What's that from? <laughs> uh, call back. Oh, okay. That's a callback I didn't get. Couple more calls and we'll get to the irritable mail. Yes, is it back, really? Like from like four months ago. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't do that anymore. I used to be able to say that, and I so can't say it anymore. Ugh, Jesus Christ! Ugh, Jesus Christ! Maybe because I've had sex with a woman since then. Uh, Marie, you're in the hideout. Hi, I just want to thank you guys for voicing your opinion, which a lot of Americans are feeling. I am so so freaking upset that Bush won, and I'm even matter at Carrie for letting it go so easily. <sighs> and when I hear these things, you know, about 600 people living somewhere only voted and then 4,000 votes showing up for Bush, it pisses me off so much. And I feel really like our, our vote, vote, especially the Democrats, are were wasted. And I mean, every American vote, it was just wasted. And it just makes I'll, me so angry. I'll say this. That, I've this never. Man is back in office. I've never felt so helpless as an American. I'm not going to lie. Neither have I. Neither have I. And you aren't helpless. Just don't go crazy about it. Get out there, do stuff, but don't start yelling and ranting and raving because then, <laughs> then you sound like a maniac. Then people are not going to listen. Why to do you. I sound like a maniac when Rush and Hannity get to rant and rave and, and O'Reilly like a maniac? And they are maniacs, and everybody knows they are maniacs. I'm so you don't want to put yourself in the same place as them. Yes. It's the last place you want to go. Go ahead, Marie. I'm sorry. Dubs is ruining think, crackers. You know, man. when I heard, you know, Carrie give up at 3 o'clock the next day, I'm like, we should just put up Dean up there. I mean, if we were going to lose, at least we would have had a good fight at it. Dean would have fought. Of, he would have fought. Kucinich would have fought. Yeah. Kucinich, I don't know, man. Sharpton would have fought. Imagine that ticket, Dean Kucinich, 2004. I'm telling you, I, I wanted Sharpton Kucinich. Dean and Sharpton, man, it would have been like tag team, totally. <laughs> Nice. Let's the band. All right. All right. Thank you, Marie. Right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, everybody. Bye. Tag team back again. Rex and effects. Now let's begin. Party people. <laughs> Party people. What was your favorite song of that whole like era? Remember that? Like oh, the bad era. I think. Uh, what was the one? Was it? Was it Rex and Effect? Rump Shaker. Yeah. Damn, that was a good song too. I miss the old school jam of the week from the old Saturday night shows. We used to play it. That and Mandatory Manson. Couple more quick calls, and we got to get out of here because we're going to talk about me and my moodiness. The ir and that. Oh, you moody? No. No, me angry? No. Oh. Moni, you're in the hideout on Jack. Hey, it's Monty. What's up, fellas? Monty, sorry about Rump that. Shaker. Yeah, right. Hey, listen. 
Gentlemen, I want to know how somebody named El Jefe can be the smartest man on radio right now. That's true. I don't know how it is. It's really odd, isn't man, it? Man, you get everybody excited about politics. You get everybody geared up to go about voting for Kerry, voting for Bush, whatever. And then you go and blow it by uh, completely abusing the system. What the hell is that? Uh, what are you talking about? I'm, I don't know what you're going <laughs> with you. I didn't understand what he was saying. English. English, please. English. Um, all right, one more. And then we'll have You are to moody. Shut up. Why are you talking so much? Hmm? Rich, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up? How you doing? What's up, man? Hey, uh, you know, I'm, I was sick hearing that, you know, waking up the next morning, finding out that Kerry didn't win. And I knew that if he didn't, if he didn't announce it, that it was going to be a loss. But the problem is with the Democrats, after what happened last time, they needed to get out and make sure it wasn't a close shave. So you don't have to go investigating if any precincts did anything wrong and this, that, and the other. Just win it by enough where there's no doubt and, and you're done. It's like, you know, losing a football game by one point in the last second. But then you forget about, you know, not ah, the Redskins. Fourth and one and, and, you know, that kind of thing. So. Redskins versus Cincinnati this weekend. No, I hear you, Rich. Thank you, bro. You know what I mean? I yeah. got you, man. I hear you. Thank Call you. Me. All right. And all these people calling saying, get over it, tired of people crying. That's what America is. America is there to question. And there there are reports out there. I swear to Christ, it's probably people who are Republicans um, who didn't feel like they had a lot vested in the election. But if the other candidate came out the same way, God damn you guys, you know if Kerry had won... And there was a story about 4,000 extra votes he didn't deserve happening in the mother of all swing states. WMAL and from noon to two here on JFK would be screaming about it their whole entire shows. All right? So call them. All right, Dubs, let's take a break. Come back and find out why I'm in such a bad mood. Irritablemail.com. You need to let some aggression out. Do something. Oh, by the way, I am. Um, Jen. Don't take a poo. It's not going to help. Helps me. Helps me think. <laughs> um, Jen is going to be, uh, I guess, uh, Corolla's ex-girlfriend, now mm-hmm. my girlfriend, going to Manson with me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something that went on with her and Corolla that I want to get to as well. I got to read you the email from Matt Albert. Who, um, you know what? Let me do that right now before we go to break. Before we talk to the guy from the irritablemail.com. Um, Matt Albert last night came in, mm-hmm. paid off his bet with the Radio Hideout Fantasy football team, in which he, uh, had to end up putting Icy Hot on the junk. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, here's what he got. <laughs> All right, I'll just put it like this The subject heading is my sack. Um, just now stopped aching. Dot, dot, dot. Thank you. On the ride home, I was getting some weird feeling from the chilling effect of the icy hot. It was giving me the chills throughout my body. It made me fall asleep. I'll never look at a banana the same way again. Thank you. And he actually had to uh, perform an act on the banana. That, uh, the two of you did. Yeah, I I went to town on a banana. You were re- I would say this. Kind of hot. Thank you. With the lipstick. Thank you. There. I aim to please. People don't want to talk politics. They want, me, they want me and you to hit on each other. Well, let's go to break, sailor. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to that guy. Guys, if you've ever felt like you hit that time of the month, or women, if you ever thought your guy, there are certain kind of times where it seems as if he's the one that's PMSing, turns out it may be true. 
And we're going to take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk to the guy who's uh, done all the research on it. TheIrritableMail.com. It's The Hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. Since you bought the bulls and re-elected Bush, we here in The Hideout invite you to choke on these lies, too. The Hideout is the most popular late-night show in the history of Washington, D.C. radio. Lie. El Jefe kills kittens and old people. Lie. J-Dubs is the smartest talk show host on the East Coast. Lie. Remember, these are blatant lies, but we're going to repeat them enough so you'll begin to believe them. The Hideout. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. RadioHideout.com. You should go to jail just for all the things that you've helped make worse in this country, and I don't think you should be so proud of yourself. You should be hanged, you scum! What you do is sick and depraved, you should be shot! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? All right, welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I'm Hefe. That's Doug. Doug. What are you doing? Stop that. <laughs> echo. Him. No, I don't need echo. I don't need echo. From you. From you. Um, um, all right. Really? really. <laughs> Third grade? Third grade. Um, Doug is here. Doug is here. From Saunders Photography. Photography. It really stopped being funny, like, after the first 20 seconds. But, you know, you do a lot of things, and uh, it stops being funny, and then it's funny again. So. No, and then people no, turn, and off, people the turn off the radio. <laughs> You're annoying me in the worst way. Why? Why? Are you, see, you're getting me riled up. I see what you're doing. You're trying to be funny, Gary. You're trying to set up this interview. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. You're just trying to piss me off. So here's the situation. I have... I've heard about this for a while. Dubs, do you you know me? And mm-hmm. actually you've known me for almost four or five years now, I guess. At least five. Um and you know that there are times where I will get into a quote unquote funk. Yeah. Well, more times than none, I would say. Where I get depressed for kind of no reason it seems. You, you know, I don't even uh angry. I don't even uh talk to you about, about being depressed anymore. I'm like, "Wow, you're in a good mood." That's when I'm surprised. I'm like, "Wow, you are really in a good mood." Like Monday, I was in a great mood and then something happened before the show and I was just pissed off and like livid. You you get set off so easy. Right. Just a little thing will send you off the uh, deep end. And I've always wondered what that is. I blame it on my mother and in, in my childhood. But um, as it turns out, it may possibly be something else. Now, you know who else is awful about this? Who? Our producer, Tommy. Yes. Who probably has it worse than me. So here's the uh, thing. Really? Uh, you guys both get it pretty bad. What the hell? What's wrong with you? Why are you bringing me into the, your stupid, retarded whatever you have? Because you ha- you probably have the worst attitude out of anybody at this station. Ah! God damn it. So he, I was watching CNN and I saw this and I was like, this guy seems to be onto something. It's called the Irritable Male Syndrome. Up on our website, RadioHideout.com, we have a link to the irritablemail.com. For those of you in our audience that cannot spell, just go to RadioHideout.com and uh, you can find the link on the front page. Um, Jed Diamond, welcome into the Hideout on 106.7 WJFK in Washington, D.C. How are you this meet, this evening? How are you doing, Great. Good to be with you. Thank you. Um I, I've taken your test. The majority of the staff has taken this test. But first, I want you to just to tell us, what is this irritable male syndrome? 
Well, the irritable male syndrome really uh, evolved from 40 years of my clinical experience working with men and the women that uh, we relate to and a research study that I did with almost 10,000 men that really helped us understand why millions of men are becoming angry and depressed and why we so often vent our frustrations on uh, the, the people that we're closest to. Right, yeah, because uh, Hefe, I'll, I'll notice this, whenever he's pissed, he's pretty happy with everybody else except for me. <laughs> and he'll, he'll let it out. You know me. what it is? It's you that will annoy me the most, the, of the time. most of the time. All right. Um. <laughs> and that's exactly how it feels. It feels like it's the people around us that are going out of their way to get on the last nerve that we have. Right. All right. You well, know what? This is our producer. I do not do that to Jed. <laughs> if at le the very least, he's a guest and treat him with respect. Now you've written right. a couple of books on this. Books. Um, what are the books? A uh, male menopause, I guess. Right. Yeah, I wrote I've been seven books. Uh, male menopause. Uh, you know, talks about the changes, hormonal changes that men go through uh, uh, at puberty and at midlife, and irritable male syndrome really looks at the changes that are. The result of stresses that men are under that are new, that we haven't had any time in our history, that look at the biochemical changes that affect men, and the changes in male identity that makes it a very difficult time to be a male at this time in history. All right, so is this kind of, uh, well, that kind of sounds like a woman-hating thing. Is that true? I mean, is it, is it because it seems like we've kind of given up some of, some of our powers with the whole feminist movement and things like that, so we don't feel like we're in control, or what? Well, it's a lot of things. Uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the feeling of loss of our jobs and, you know, being sent overseas, wondering where the jobs we have are going to be there, uh, you know, when we uh, wake up the next morning, whether the, the businesses and corporations are going to, you know, steal our, our uh, retirement funds. Uh, there's a real feeling that men have of, of fear about what's going to happen to our future. Are we really going to be able to take care of our families and our children? Uh, and how are we going to be able to uh, operate in a world that's changing so rapidly? All right, so now but you say all that, and it kind of makes it sound like a bunch of wusses. Well, it, it isn't. You know, this is the truth that, you know, millions of men are going through, and it isn't about, you know, crying in our beer and saying, you know, poor me. It's about making some significant changes uh, that can be everything from finding out what our hormone levels are, that so many men that I see actually have testosterone levels that are too low, whether it's men in their 20s, 30s, 40s, or beyond. We think our hormone levels are fine. We don't even think that we have hormones, but a significant number of men have uh, testosterone levels that are way out of whack and need to be tested. If they're too low, would your body be shaped like a guitar? <laughs> uh, you, you might think that, but what happens when they're too low is that we actually get more irritable, we get more depressed, we get uh, more upset with the people around us. Mm -hmm. uh, and we just don't feel you. like uh, we're the Appreciate kind of required, that, we, uh, that we know we can be. Right. All right. right. We're talking to Jed Diamond, the Jed irritable Diamond. male. Irritable male. Dot com. Dot com. Um, all right. So we took the test. 
J-Dubs, right. I took... Everybody ought to take the test. It really is. It's a great test. It's a fun little test. It's fun. real easy, simple. Easy. It takes about five minutes. I swear to Christ, please stop that, <laughs> Dubs. I'm really, really annoying. Um, all right, so here's the quiz. Uh-huh. Um, some of the questions... I'll just go through a couple of the questions. We won't go through them all because we've already taken them. But reflect how you felt on the following in the past month. And it's not at all. Sometimes, frequently, most of the time... Um, how did you feel? Uh, did you feel impatient, moody, fearful, exhausted, easily annoyed, bored? And there's about 50 of these. It takes two right. seconds to take it. I ended up scoring a 65 mm-hmm. on the irritable male syndrome quiz. Where does that Where does that put me? Well, that puts you not in bad shape, actually. Uh, you know, it sounds wow. like. You have some degree of irritability, but it's not uh, he, he you know, had hopefully to, not causing major problems in your life. He had to be lying a little bit on this. No, well, he may have been. That's no, why. but why would I lie? I, because I know you're more irritable than that. No the, way. Some people are, are not aware. That's why we tell people, don't just take the test yourself, but have somebody who knows you well take the test as they see you and compare them. You might find... Uh, that uh, you don't see yourself as accurately as you think you 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 are, and you may in fact uh, be more irritable than you think, or in some cases not as irritable as you think. All right, because here here's what I am: I'm type one grumpy, right? I'm often hypersensitive. Little things can set us off to be annoyed and angry. Um, I often um, take it out, I guess, on other people too. Uh, oh, does that sound uh, like it may be true for no, you? No, that, like that, that sounds very true. I'm also type 8, escape, which is I cover my feelings with alcohol, more importantly, food, and I tend to waste my life away uh, overeating and in front of the television or the computer. I want to zone out. That one's completely true. Right. Um, bored is uh, type 9. I also came in that category as well, which is I often feel bored, very frustrated in life. And I'm I'm a very frustrated person, especially when it comes to the career. Right. And then fearful dubs. That was a secondary category, but you know me. I'm always thinking the you know the world's falling, the sky is right. falling, the sky is falling. And what what you're talking about is <laughs> that what's so interesting about this test is this has been validated with ten thousand men. So this isn't just something uh, you know that we made up. And that there are actually nine different types of irritable male syndrome. And when you take the test. It'll automatically tell you which type you are and give you some description of it and hopefully guide you to know what are some of the things you can do to make things better. Yeah, like how do I fix that? How do I fix the hypersensitivity or um, the you know trying to escape with food and stuff? Well, the first first thing is being aware that that it's going on. The second thing is being willing to ask yourself, you know, what are some of the stresses in my life that are contributing to my desire to zone out or to withdraw or to escape or to, you know, feel this hypersensitivity. It's not just because the world is the way it is. There are specific things that tend to stress us out. And we each have, you know, those things, whether it's somebody we're working with, whether it's driving on the highway, whether it's our relationship with the lady in our life. Right. There's specific right. things that kind of drive us up the wall. We're talking to uh, Jed Diamond, the Irritable Male Syndrome, the IrritableMale.com, the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Reminds me of a coworker who would uh, frequently stomp out of the show and then go buy a lot of junk food and eat at Taco Bell and then completely zone out and not pay attention to any of us. That kind of sounds like our producer, Tommy. Tommy, yes? <laughs> What the hell's wrong with you?
Huh? That's you. It's so completely I'm you. Not. It's you. I did it one time as a joke. It was three times. <laughs> See what I'm saying? We got to yeah, deal with this it's constantly. it's like, you know, you ask somebody, uh, how do you know if a man's suffering from the irritable male syndrome? You ask him to pass the salt, and he says, take, take, take. That's all you ever do. But you know what? You want me to eat it for you, too? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was my dad. Matt Albert, you're in the hideout. I scored a 101. Really? I'm guessing that's bad. Yeah, uh, you were you to me are the perfect person for the irritable male. I got a I got a type nine board. <laughs> wow, man. Now here's here's other contributing factors though, Matt. Could be that you're a virgin. Could be that you don't have a job. Could be that you can't drive. Could be that you had icy hot on your junk yesterday. Yeah, I could add to a little irritable. So I don't. Maybe you were a little skewed in your testing. All right, thank you, Matt. Um, There's a lot of factors that you're pointing out. You know, some we laugh about, but some are quite serious. Oh, he's you fat. know, we're we're uh, you know at a time in our lives where often these kind of stresses can be destructive to our relationships at home and at work. And he's also got irritable bowel syndrome, and I know that doesn't help him at all. Jed Diamond, the irritable mail dot com. J Dubs, what did you score? I scored a whopping twenty five. Yeah, that com that makes complete sense though, because you. Do not get frustrated at all. You, uh, did, I, I did you come up on anything? That, like, um, I'm type A to escape, and I'm type... You do that. On, like, in fact, on Sundays, we can't even get a hold of you because you are escaping in your football. And your yeah, well, that's my one day. My right. one day of escape, yes. But you don't... You're really good about that, though, man. I'm very proud of you on that. And um, uh, I'm type 6 exhausted. Yeah, I, two shows a day, I could understand that. Yeah, so those are my only two things, though, and those are the, reasonable. No, it yeah. really is. Yeah, that's that's good. It's um, good to know where you are. Uh, you know, if it's uh, not a problem, you can help the, the other guys that it is a problem for. I really don't have no, time. You, you know how I'm he, exhausted. Yeah, do you know how he does it? He just sits here and he repeats after us and yeah, he annoys, right. us. annoys that, us. That's why he's usually fine with everything. He's so fine yeah. with everything. Ogre, uh, the, uh, Ogre, our oldest intern in oldest the history intern. of America... It's fought in World War One. World War One. I'm feeling like I have testosterone issues. I scored an 89. Ooh. God damn. Is all that because of Giant Brian? <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. It no. Could, but you got an yeah, 89? Check it out. Yeah, it's, check it out. yeah, it's important because uh, depending on, you know, when you get up to that level, then, you, you know, it, it has caused some serious problems, and it may be affecting your health. It may be affecting... You know how you're getting along uh, at home and at work, and uh, don't wait till it starts. Uh, you know, causing major problems. Uh, start finding out boss. about it. You know, hopefully you'll get the book, look at at it, and see if it can be helpful. <laughs> All right, Tommy, our producer, back on. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Pick on Ogre for a change, you stupid bastard. How? What did you score? Come on, man. <laughs> what did you score? You I want to know what he guy. I want to know what he scored. Jed, um, are you? It seems to me like you're like almost a hero of some sort. Are you becoming like this big guru because you found this whole thing, or what happened? Well, it's interesting. What we found is uh, uh, over the years that I've been working, we've found a number of things that uh, really are causing relationships uh, to be undermined, whether it's our love relationships, our work relationships, our relationships with our kids, our friends. And what my really goal in life and what I've been doing is to help make relationships work. And wherever I can do that, uh, through my books, through my uh, tapes, my videotapes, audio tapes, whatever I can do to get information out to people, 
that's what I want to do because if you know what's going on, you can make things better. All right. So, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, if you're a chick married to one of the guys who has a high score, like Ogre with his eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah. How do you uh like you know when it when it's does this pop up at a certain? Is there like a monthly cycle like with chicks? Well, you, we you, actually, you know, we we don't think we're hormonally driven, but for many of us, uh, there is a hormonal cycle. Uh, and what women, you know, when I when women read about this or hear about this, they say, "I knew right. this was true. I've known this. They just haven't known what to call it or what to do about it." And I, I literally get hundreds and hundreds of letters and emails every day from women saying, "You finally." given me something that will help me understand this man Oh, it's going to help them nag, nag, help nag. help me know what to do, so I don't have to just nag, nag, nag. Right. Ogre, yes. I, I have a serious question for you. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'll, I'll be 40 in April. Is uh -huh. that is that the age where, like, testosterone levels start to fall off and yeah. you go through that male menopause? Yep, I mean, I'm exactly. being serious. 40 to 55, that's uh, the age range, and that's the time to... You're only going to be 40? Uh, <laughs> God, to, uh, Seriously, to... Go in and get your testosterone level checked so you'll know what it is, you know, now as you're starting into this period. And if, you know, you start to have some of the symptoms that I described, uh, uh, then you can check it out again, you know, in, in a year or two and see if it's dropping too much. Can I get some at 7-Eleven? I mean, do I got to go to a doctor? I mean, I mean, is there like an over-the-counter cure? Yeah, you, you got like... to go to a doctor, but now rather than getting Eat shots, which people used to have to get, now there's, uh, you know, a gel and a cream. You just rub into your skin, and uh, it delivers I the right that. amount of testosterone now, into your body. And it's, do you uh, do that while you're punching? Easy and painless. All right. All right. Jed Diamond, thank uh, you so jump. much. I got, uh, we got the link up on RadioHideout.com. I do encourage people to visit the website and take the quiz. I'm still interested in what Tommy got. All right. Here's what Tommy says, our producer. Says he got a 62. <laughs> no friggin' way he got a 62. <laughs> All right, thank you, Jed. All right, good to be with you guys. All right, buddy, bye bye. All right, you know what? Let's. You want to take the quiz for him real quick? Yeah. All right, let's do this for Tommy real fast. All right, reflect on how often you felt the following in the last month. So we're gonna be reflecting on how Tommy has right. felt. Not at all. Sometimes, frequently, most of the time, angry. Most of the time. Impatient. Um, I'll go low on that one. I'm gonna go most of the time. Really? I talk to him a lot. He is always. Come on, hurry up, Jesus! What's wrong with you? <laughs> Blaming, he does. He's not a real big blamer. Dissatisfied most of the time. Yes. Moody most of the time. Yes. I'm not going to say fearful. No. Maybe sometimes. N nah, I wouldn't. Even, I I, I wouldn't put it at all in there. No. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. Discontented. Hmm. I'm going to say frequently. Okay. Hypersensitive most of the most time. time. Exhausted most of the time. Yeah. Grumpy Tired. most of the time. Tired. <laughs> dot dot dot. So tired. <laughs> dot dot dot. Easily annoyed. Most, most of the, the time. time. Bored? Most, most of the, the time. time. Aggressive? Most, most of the, the time. time. Uh, unloved? Yeah, sorry. Most of the time. Most of the time. Unappreciated? See, we appreciate him, but I don't know how he feels. I don't think he feels appreciated most of the time. Nah, I'm not going to go. So I'm going to say sometimes. Okay. Tense? Most, most of, of the, the time. time. Touchy? Most Tired? So dot, dot. Tired? Dot, dot, dot. Unloving? I don't think he's capable of love. Yeah. Most of the time. Lonely? Most, most of the, of the time. time. Hostile? Most of the time. <laughs> no, you go higher on that one. I can't go higher oh. on most of the time. <laughs> Underwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Eh, go low on that one. All right, we'll do sometimes. Destructive? He didn't actually destroy things. Sometimes. 
Demanding? No, he's not demanding, I don't think. Frustrated? Most of the time. Withdrawn? Most of the time. Mean? Mm, he's oh, not. Most he, of the time. Ask Corolla in the back. Anybody who's ever <laughs> in the back, most of the time. Sad? Most of the, the time. time. I don't think he's ever scared of anything. No. Numb? Most of the time. <laughs> Explosive? Most of the time. Defensive? Uh, is, he, is he really defensive? Nah. Denies no. problems? No. No. Self-critical? Sometimes. Yeah. Troubled? Sometimes. Yeah. Desire to overeat? Frequently. Desire to use drugs or alcohol? Never. Pharmaceutical? Nah. Uh, I, I wouldn't put okay. that. On, I won't put that on the list. <laughs> yeah. Considering excitable, um, you can't excite this kid. Um, withdrawn behind TV, newspaper, computer, most of the time. Overworked. Uh, most of the time. Need to sleep more, having trouble with sleep most of the time. Is he having trouble sleeping? Oh, yeah, constantly. Yeah. You know. I, I barely know him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> impulsive? Nah. Nah. Worried? Nah. nah. Argumentative? Yes. Sarcastic? Most of the time. Jealous? Nah. Uncompassionate? Most of the time. Uncommunicative? Most of the time. Urgent Go back to the jealous one. He always talks about being jealous. and like. Uh, you know what? That's right. I got things I could say, but all right, we're going to say frequently. Yeah. Urge to smoke more? Urge no. to drink caffeine? No. All right. First name? Tommy. Thomas. Uh, last name? Bateman. Batemanian. And then his, I'm going to go ahead and put in his real um, email address. What is it? <laughs> I won't do that. It'll <laughs> slip my Achilles heel. Um, all right. Here we go. Submit for Mr. Tommy Bateman. All right, Tommy. If you would answer this correctly, 105. You, you got 105 on the irritable male syndrome quiz. You finally, Matt Albert's not a loser when it comes down to it. You, here's, he's a type six exhausted, which is so true. Yeah. Always feel stressed at home and at work. Life is overwhelming. Can't get away from it. Energy level is low. Always running on empty. Difficulty sleeping. And feels that he hasn't lived up to his potential. And grumpy, again, hypersensitive. Um, he also ends up uh, saying that everybody around him is what irritates him most. <laughs> now he's not going to answer. No. Hey, Corolla, where's... uh? Where's uh, Babe. 105? Uh, he, he left. He, he walked out. What? I'm serious, man. He left the room. He was, he was, when you were reading off, he was kind of just, like, looking very stolid, and then he got kind of upset, and he just walked out, right, kind of toward the end of the quiz. He threw the headset down and just walked out. All right, Bateman105 is left. That's his new name, Bateman105. I'm calling him Bateman120. Jeez. I think we went a little light on him. Yeah, we were nice on a couple of things. All right, let's take a break. Thank you, Corolla. What'd you score? Did you take the test? Uh, yeah, but I don't think I did it right. <laughs> such How can't you do this test right? <laughs> You're such a retard. What did you get? It says forty six. No, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. And yeah, it's dude. unappreciated and exhausted were my two types. Get in here so we can punch you. All right, <laughs> show our appreciation for you. Uh, hold on, El Fearful's one of them too. All right, well, I wonder why. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I like that. I feel like I learned a little bit. I guess it's all true, man. And more than anything else, we noticed that I guess I am the high-maintenance one. Mm -hmm. Dubs is low-maintenance, and Tommy is the mother of all. 
Bateman 105. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Hefe and Doves. Um, Douglas is here to take our pictures next. So we'll do that, too. Um, more coming up. 866-277-4969. It's 106.7 WJFK. And you are listening to The Hideout. The Hideout. So many perpetrators, man. The whole nine. Man, they, 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 real, they real fake, kid. Yeah. When you come to our town. When we rest with bounds. Because we ain't no haters like you. Innovative and new, creative, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? People don't want to hear the same old thing over and over. You got to come provocative, you know what I mean? Got to be spine tingling with mad styles. I'm a pansy. The Hideouts. Crazy, dangerous. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. Tell me we couldn't be in a band. Uh, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we are Gore, and this is called Daily Holocaust. Oh my god, <laughs> so stupid. Um, now my uh, voice hurts. Now you sound like a man. Um, here's the thing: um, we will be broadcasting live, J Dubs, um, this Friday. Two days from now. Yeah, I talked to Lefty. Lefty is so excited. Our buddy from Michigan is going to be out. Um, ladies, he actually, he's... He's studly. He should be a male model, to be perfectly honest with you. I uh, hear he's going bald, though. That's, I'm telling you, I, he should shave. Hey, you want to do this? Bring the clippers. Okay, I'll bring the clippers up. Jackass style. We'll be sitting there at the gig, and then we'll just put one in. You know how He'll pissed. flip. He will. We can't do that. He's our friend. But we piss off every other friend we've well, ever then had. We'll, then we'll just do it to Corolla. Okay, Corolla will do that. Yeah. Um, broadcasting live at Lulu's this Friday in Georgetown. Um, very easy to access either the DuPont Circle Metro or the Foggy Bottom Metro. Um, bottom. Bottom. Um, and uh, no cover. You mentioned the hideout. It's 18 and up. So that's very good for our um, listeners who are 18 to 21, which, by the way, we're huge with those listeners. I'm hearing we're really becoming big on the college campuses. Really? Which excites me. Yeah, that's it's, nice. It's basically college radio, the hideout. So it makes that, sense. Actually, uh, I was talking to Brian today. He's like, I really like you guys' show, man. Anything goes. It's just like my college show. What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. We put a little bit more thought into that. Come on. He's right, though. I was doing this show in college um, at, at Texas Tech University. I know. It's like we're not even on the air. Um, literally last night when we're making Matt Albert put the icy hot on his junk, I was just like, you know, we're in a major market. <laughs> and Really? We would be doing this in our basement. Since when? <laughs> so, you know, whatever. These things are really on? Damn. We also will have the two flights for two anywhere Independence Air Flies, flyeye.com, uh, Lulu's. All the information is on radiohideout.com. Hackler, are you going to be there? Uh, negative. I gotta work. God damn, man. This is now the third one you're going to miss. Dude, I told you. I put it for leave on three different dates, man. They turned me Dude. down. What do you want me to do, man? Dude. Just don't show up. What, Dude. Hey, where do you patrol? You won't ever Colin's tell us. Sick. 
No, I can't tell you that. Come on, man. You guys trying to give me a trouble at work? I'm sure my boss would love to know I'm calling you guys. I'm sure. Yeah, you're all constantly. Um, here's the thing, too. Um, I'm sure they all listen. I'm sure they. I, your voice hasn't finally like gotten recognized or anything. He uh, is on the high. Yeah, no, I don't think so, man. Come on, a lot of people sound like me. Yeah, that's true. Like an ass wipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, heckler. Well, come on, man. What's up with this irritable male syndrome stuff? Come on, man. That's you. Hey, 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 I got a cure for yours, heckler, uh, Hefe. <laughs> You're a heckler, I'm Hefe. Oh, bite me, hey. <laughs> no, but I know we can cure your irritable, irritable male syndrome. Say the word, irritable. Irritable male syndrome. I know you can cure it, Hefe. How? And that's try standing up when you pee for one. All right, thank you. <laughs> he is right. You're a homo. Oh. Um, by the way, oh. I'll tell you this, too, guys, if you're looking to get laid. Do you notice how many women called during the first Redefeat Bush segment and how the women were angry? I'm telling you, it's all you give more poon being a uh, being a liberal. Chicks flock to you. Yeah, but you, you, have to, you have a fine line between being liberal and militant. You get into that militant style every once in a while. Um, you just start yelling. That's why the chicks dig it, though. They like it because, like... Because, I, you know, it shows that I got some cajones about me. They like death metal, too. <laughs> um, it is college radio. 866-277-4969. In fact, so much so, we're doing a photo shoot right now. Um, Doug from Saunders Photography is here. There's a link on RadioHideout.com, speaking of. And uh, you are in here now, man. Thank you for coming in and taking these these pictures of us, yeah, brother. No problem, you guys. Uh, by the way, for all those ladies out there, I just want to say I know this is radio, so you don't quite see what these guys look like. Right, if you're going to hit on us. But no, 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 no. Al Jefe, you know, I was thinking about it. You kind of look like... Bildy? No, you know what I was thinking? He looks like uh, if he shaved his head and grew a goatee, Antonio Banderas. All right, now this guy <laughs> I can like. Um, and J-Dubs, you look... A little bit like a younger Brad Pitt, like it is Thank you. I do. So uh, uh, the photographer's blind, yeah. which is really funny. Uh, actually, I look like Vin Diesel. That's what the chicks say. I see that. Corolla, you, uh, there was a phone call during the break? That's yeah, beautiful. actually, a phone call came in from a girl. She's a little too shy. She said, A girl called the hideout? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. And she called in, and she wanted to know, is asking me was all Was her name of... Jen and saying she couldn't wait to have sex with me after the Manson show? No. <laughs> oh. She called up, and she goes, I was on my personal cell phone. Why do you I'm do sorry. This? Go ahead. That was during the break too. Go yeah. ahead. What were you gonna say? What are you talking about? Just talk. And she goes, "Is the photographer hot?" I'm like, "I really don't know." She goes, "Well, tell him to put his uh, photograph up on his website." She goes, "I got a real thing for photographers." And she heard him talking, I guess, uh, when he called in. And she's like, "I absolutely think he's the greatest." I and call in, honey. Talk to him on the radio. Yeah, just yeah, it's not geez. it's not that big of a deal. And I'm not gonna even though Douglas is uh, comfortable rating us, we're not gonna rate him. I mean, you look like a photographer. I mean, you got the the whole look going. I don't know. You're you know you're not disgusting like Carole. I could say is disgusting. You not disgusting. Oh well, that's the way I would rate guys. Thanks a lot. So um, <laughs> now let me ask you though, because you've done some legitimate work. I'm here on the website on RadioHideout.com to the Saunders Photography. Um, You've like done work with like Lavar Arrington and and people like that. Lavar's well, by the way, he's the coolest guy you'll yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has uh, rant and raved about him. Yeah, Lavar's a good dude. In fact, um, he's a good dude. Not as good as he, our friend. He's hey, you tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Fred Smooth. Watch the Redskins. Not, not a big fan of Smooth anymore. 
Why? Picked off the uh, pass. Oh, because he didn't. beat the Lions? Uh, he, actually, he was a very one of the very few people that had a good game out of both teams. Yeah, yeah he's game. a good player, man. He was underrated. I'm glad that our buddy. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. Uh, he was always standing in the shadow of Champ Bailey, so. Yeah, and Champ, actually, what a waste out in um, Denver now. Well, you can say the whole, the whole uh, trade was a wash. I think I still think that Washington's going to end up getting the better of that with Portis. But um, so you've met a lot of people. You're making the whole thing happen. Is it tough being in this photography industry? You know, it's it's like you're saying, like the uh, radio industry. You just gotta you, you gotta send hustle. Out demos every and every day. Yeah, you know, it uh started off. I had to put together. I put together a uh, portfolio, uh, some uh, some work. I really wanted to show people how uh, creative I could be, and you can check on my website and. Kind of see what kind of stuff I do be a little different, and uh, you know what, Dubs? If I were to be a man, a real man, what? Oh, I think wow. Lavar Arrington's the man I'd want to be. He's like a real like. Don't you think? Like you look at a linebacker and you just think a linebacker—that's a man. He's a handsome man. He's definitely a handsome. Yeah, man. he's uh not even just a handsome man, but that's know, like a man. You know, he's like what is he six two, six three, like two fifty something? Just so am I. Yeah, but in a, in a different <laughs> yeah. way, like a guitar. Yes. Like more Brad Pittish. All right, this is real uncomfortable. <laughs> wow, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, um, open mind, guys. Keep on saying it's fine. Um, but let me ask you though: Do you get a lot of ass being a photographer? Oh man, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. You know, I can't talk about yes. uh, that that sort of stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> do you? You meet a lot of. <laughs> you meet a lot of uh, attractive people. Uh, skanks. You know, uh, you know, I wouldn't, no, I would never call anybody skanks. Everybody, everybody I've worked with has been Just really like great, I. but, uh, I've, I've met some very attractive, attractive, uh, people, namely some attractive women, you know, and that, that's part of the business where you, you definitely, uh, find yourself in the company of some, uh, some beautiful well, ladies. That's some, the whole thing too. <laughs> Getting into that kind of thing where you are in a professional area with a hot girl, you already have something to build off of. Unlike, you know, if you just go up to her at a bar and try to talk to her, if you already have it in with her, you know? <laughs> now, do you make the move, though, of, hey, because I can see your card. You got a slick little card here. Oh, yeah, thanks. Hey, I'm a, I'm a photographer. Let me shoot you sometime. Because <laughs> you see that a lot in, like, sleazy movies or maybe even pornos. It's, it's tempting. I mean, when I was just starting out, you know, a couple times, you know, I may have had a uh, somebody where I may have really wanted to photograph. Isn't that know? what Dahmer did? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. What? Well, it was, I mean, wasn't yeah. it? No Dom. crawl spaces, but uh, no, I, that was Gacy. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 you know, you're working professionally. You can't you can't do that stuff, <laughs> right? You know, um, or nobody can find out. Yeah, because I I do like, pick up a checker, chop up her body. I uh, like you know, we always try to pull the radio card and stuff. But if we were photographers. How about, are you going to be at the live gig at Lulu's on Friday? Uh, I will be at the live gig. I was there last week and it was, it was awesome. And, uh, this week should be, should be great. And, uh, my boys out there doing that party and, uh, we should be having, a, we should have a lot of AU and GW people, that, um, beautiful men, beautiful women. Now I'm, I'm I, li I like ladies. Right. Saying, you know, open minded for, for We're both men and women, too. of course, right? Yeah. You know, this show's a little gay. That's that's okay. Hey, come on. We're right. <laughs> we can't hear you. That is a microphone. <laughs> um, Maddox, you're in the hideout on JFK. Dude, I love photographers, too. I'm a beautiful man, brother, dude. <laughs> so you got to thank for photographers. I love them. Hey, Douglas, I, gotta, I want to shoot a roll with you, dude. What kind of roll? Yeah, what kind of roll? In my pants. All right. Thank you, Maddox. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, that that um somehow that was less uncomfortable when he was calling us Antonio Banderas and Brad Pitt. <laughs> um, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. The hideout with Ohefe and J Dubs on one hundred six point seven WJK here with Douglas, uh, Douglas Saunders Photography. And I saw the initial pictures. Now you don't just take pictures; you do it like in a whole style too. Because you took a picture of Dubs already. Yeah, we're taking some test shots. Yeah, yeah. and um, I it, look like a stud. Yeah, you, I look great. You, well, you are. Come it, on, man. I know. Thank you. So are you. Meet <laughs> oh, me downstairs. Why? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Wow, ogre, you uh, you want to talk about guns? I'm gonna boot, man. <laughs> I want to talk about trucks and uh, AK-47 deer hunt. Oh, yeah, I want to yeah, talk yeah. about beautiful men <laughs> <laughs> like myself. J Dub's cat, you're in the hideout on JFK. Meow meow meow, Hefe. You wanna cry like a little girl tonight? Meow meow meow. You cry like me when I go meow meow meow. My pussy cat hurts. Meow meow meow. All right, thank you, J Dub's cat. Now that would be a great photo shoot. Me and my cat. That is a brilliant cat. I must say, I was. Can you bring? Can you bring the cat out to Lulu's on Friday? I'm not bringing her out to a bar, but why? You have a leash for her. Yes, I do. And you already smoke and drink in front of her, don't you? Yes. So then what's the problem about bringing the cat out? Because daddy gets a little out of hand when he drinks too much at the bar. And she don't need to be put... You know, it's like taking a baby to the bar. Out of hand or uses his hands? On cats. <laughs> this is. I want you to go and destroy this segment when it's over. Yeah, wow. Maybe we should break early. <laughs> or, and try to come back with a clean slate. Because, um... Uncomfortable. I'm clean. You guys need to be just comfortable with yourselves. I, think I am. I'm very comfortable. You have no idea how comfortable There's a lot of are. comfort exuding from you guys. Linda, you're in the hideout. Hi. Hello, Hi. you there? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> or like, um, what did... Uh, a lot of giggling. Girl hole, what's up? Hi. Like Kirk Coleman said. What's, what's up? up? Are you the girl who likes photographers? Yes. Why? What do you dig about them? Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, I don't know. I think that they have so much talent, and they get to meet great people. He takes um, pictures. You can buy a camera at Giant. (laughs) But it's just such a great idea of, like, possibly getting photographs in time, and it's like... Are you an aspiring model or something like that? Um, well, I've always wanted to be a model, but But I don't know about it. But the waist won't let you. I'm just, like, way too shy. I can't even believe that I'm on air right now. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I was just jerking your chain. Um, What what, what are you doing on uh, Friday? Do you want to come out and meet Doug at the live gig? Sure. Right, yeah, we're going to be at Lulu's in Georgetown. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm sure you can probably make it on a Friday night. Yeah, you know, have a few drinks, get some liquid courage, and go say hi to Douglas. And then come say hi to Douglas. He's okay. Might have to have a few drinks before yeah. I do that. Well, but. we're going to be drinking um, uh, great stuff out there, and um, who knows? Maybe we'll Budweiser. even yeah Budweiser, and maybe Douglas. He even said right now he's going to buy uh, for you all night long. Oh, that's great. He, he, Will I get to meet you guys, too? Yeah, but you want to, you know, you're interested in Doug. Maybe I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, but, I'll, I'll, throw, know. I'll throw it to you afterwards. You uh, know, in this, in this uh, situation, we'll take the pictures. Yeah. You know oh, okay. Yeah, sure, why not, guys? That's fine. I'll, I'll hand you the camera. All right, here's the thing, Linda. I want you to hold on, okay? Tommy's going to tell you all about Lulu's. Did you have anything else that you wanted to ask, Douglas? Um, no, but I'll see him on Friday. All right, beautiful. Uh, I'll hold. try to be fair. Hey, what do you, uh, so we know who you are. What do you look like? 
Um, well, I'm <clears throat> kind of tall and blonde. Mm-hmm. And I have a guest slender. A what? Nice. Slender. Sweet. <laughs> How tall are you? About 5'9". How much do you weigh? Uh, one thirty. Why, why are you so sing-songy? Five nines, one thirty. That's great. You got like you well proportioned. That was very. <laughs> is, yes. that, is that your girlfriend in the background? Come on. No, no. That's Who's in the no. background? There's some people screaming. <laughs> that's my roommate freaking out. About what? That you're on the radio. <laughs> that, that you're in the yeah. hideout. Oh, yeah, we're, I'm totally shy. This is totally unlike me. Well, congratulations. You're going to come out of your show whenever we're out at the live gig on Friday, all right? Great. You bring I'm your looking roommate. forward to it. All right, hold on. I will. Hold on. Corolla's going to talk to you in the back. He's going to hit on you, and then he'll tell you about Lulu's. <laughs> Great. Thank right. you. Hold on. Hold Thanks. on. Look at you. Oh, man, all of a sudden, uh, Doug comes in here, a guy who compliments us in a really odd way, and now all of the <laughs> chicks are calling. Here's Amy. Amy, you're in the hideout on JFK. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I just love to hear your voice. <sighs> Why is every... Was this true? Whose voice? Dubs. Or, uh, or, Doug? Or Doug? No, not Dubs. Doug. Not SpongeBob. Oh, I'm sorry, SpongeBob. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, no offense, sweetheart. Yeah, whatever. Who is, oh. are, you talk, are you talking about Ogre? Who are we talking about? Yeah, who no, are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about Hefe. Oh, oh, Hefe. Of course. Yeah. Have you been there so You like Top 40 radio. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is that? Come on, man. I'm, I'm being a man here. Yeah. You know, man. <clears throat> that's me. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a guy. <laughs> you are. But so what do you dig no about? one's denying that, man. What do you like? Why baby? are you so defensive? Shut up. I'm trying to have a conversation here with my lady. <laughs> What's your... Oh, that's so sweet. That's right, honey. I know how to treat you. You going to come out to Lulu's on Friday? I don't even know where that is. All right. Uh, what are you, a country girl? Beat it. Why'd you hang up on her? Oh, no. <laughs> Dubs, why would you reach across the console and hang up? Because I was annoyed. Amy, call back. Still there. <laughs> oh, she is? I just put her on hold. Oh. <laughs> you know what this is? Have you noticed the weird thing with Dubs? Anytime a chick... Oh, you, no, you... Hold on. Okay. Shut up. It's eerily protective of you. Anytime a Girl. chick is into me, all of a sudden he's like, whoa, whoa, no. You know, what's wrong with you? Or, F.A., you sound like a little boy. And, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm speaking the truth. Do you think Dubs is a little territorial? Oh. I'm very territorial. I'll, I'll get that right now. I'm, I'm uh, territorial of F.A. I'm, uh, I'm very territorial of Ryan Fez. I'll tell you the same thing. I'm territorial of anybody I but with them, associated it's a, with. With them, it's a professional way. With me, oh, it's like in an ass way. <laughs> no, it's a friend way. And I'm watching out for you so these whores don't give you any of these STDs. Amy uh, does not have an STD. You don't know that. Well, we haven't asked her then. Yeah. Hold on a second. She's back. Four. Amy, you don't have an STD, don't you? Do no. You? No. Yeah. You're. In, are you single? I'm single. How old are you? I single. just turned 30. That's perfect. Ooh, you're right in that, that yeah. sexual like um, revolution that you're going through. Yeah. Is that what they call it? How many kids do you have? I... I, don't, I, don't, I have one that was under how, a circumstance that um, I'd rather not go into. And how many abortions? It's all right. They don't worry about it. I just know no abortions. I, I couldn't do it. Why not? Well, then we can't go out <laughs> because uh, you're not going to have my baby. Um, but um, why don't you visit sometime? Where do you live? No, I'm not. Um, I live down in um, you don't, Old Town. Trailer Park? Oh, no. you're, oh, you're in Fredericksburg? Old yeah, Town Trailer or Park. Pennsylvania. Oh. No, and not like Trailer Park. Nah. What do you look like, honey? People actually say that I look like Paris Hilton. 
<laughs> but better looking. You're 30. Sweet. There's no way. Well, if you're into me, how come you won't make the trip up? Well, because of what you just said or one of your skank friends just said. What hey, happened? Hey, hey. Yeah, which skank friend was it? What'd they say? It's probably me. No, I'm not a whore. No, you're not oh, a whore. I, said, I was making a general broad uh, generalization of the girls who call him, and I usually uh, get territorial because they're whores. Oh, well. But I'm you're not. not. You're not. Oh, no, yeah, you're, you're a beautiful lady. You she nice. looks like Paris. From now on, <laughs> so, you're going to call in as Paris. All right? <laughs> I guarantee you're going to be thoroughly, thoroughly uh, not impressed when no it, she sounds great she sounds great but you you set the bar too high by saying paris that's fine I, no I, but you know what why not set it high because exactly. you, if you can live up to it fine think of the power well, i doubt it think of the power who's po doubting it i don't care if you doubt it yeah dubs think of the power couple everybody's we doubting be. it everybody who's listening is doubting that she, guarantee you she looks oh, like paris Hilton. i look like vin diesel <laughs> it's a match made in heaven <laughs> if Paris and uh, Ben had downs, then what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh Can't you be God. nice for two seconds? Two did seconds. You say you had down syndrome. He, very both of he said both of us did. <laughs> oh my God! I know. All right, honey. Here's the situation. I want you to hold on, okay? All right. I do want to meet you. All right, because I'm looking. I'm. Uh, you are looking. I am. Of course, I'm looking. I'm always looking. And you and I will go out for a little while, then after you, I'll be looking. You're looking, she's hooking. So it's a perfect... Uh, you know what? You know what? School's all day, so. yeah. <laughs> Leave me in the room alone with him yeah. for five minutes. And you know what? You and he'll be licking my boots. You know what, no, Doug? Here's the other thing, too. Like. You ran off Nicotina, and I've never forgiven you for that. <laughs> so hold on, Amy. Okay. Ba Bateman's going to get your info. She should hang up on you right now for equating her to Nicotina. <laughs> Do you have a picture that you could send us at RadioHideout.com? Uh, um, I have to get downstairs. All right, hold on, hold on. Tommy's going to talk to you. Hold on. I'm getting so much ass off of this show. It's amazing. Not as much as Tommy. Yeah, I, I, radio definitely works. I guess so. Um, Jody Maxwell, last night's guest, uh, the phone, <laughs> the phone sex lady. You're in the hideout on JFK. JodyMaxwell.com. Sexy. <laughs> Your voice is so sexy. I, oh, just... I have to ask. Do you have any menthols? All right. Oh, then you're just doing an iris impression. I just want you. How are your nuts? <laughs> Say that. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, fine. Bye. How dare you? Hey, um, oh, you can't come to the live gig on Friday because you're um, taking your driver's test Saturday, aren't you, Jody Maxwell? Well, a person of my age, I can't, I can't drive. Oh, my. Bye. You got to turn into the Dude, state. set me up, man. Uh, <laughs> what? Set me up, dude. First caller is closely my age, man. You see, Amy wants it. Jen wants it. I got all these girls fighting over it. And here, um, and then Dubs wants to keep me away from them all. Well, I am. I'm protecting you. Belcher, you're in the hideout. What's going on, buddy? What's up, bro? I'm trying to find out about these uh, the tickets for the Lulu's appearance. I'm having a hell of a time trying to find a dress in my size. Uh, <laughs> all right, Belcher says, Dubs, Belcher wants to wear, be in drag at Lulu's. Um, huh. If it was a guarantee for the tickets, I'll do it, not just for giggles. No, I can't guarantee you the tickets, though. We have well, to that's why I'm trying to find out exactly what you got to do. How about we do this? Fattest, ugliest girl contest. Oh, Christ. Or fattest, ugliest... Agless. Whoa. <laughs> I thought it slipped there. Fattest, ugliest guy <laughs> dresses a girl contest. And uh, maybe we can have you win there. <laughs> that's cool by me. I mean, 
I, I mean, I'll go out and find the way to get the dress. You got to do everything, though. Whoa, now, whoa, whoa. I don't do everything on the first date. <laughs> including the tampon. Yeah, everything. Oh, I need to see a string hanging. If you can prove a string, you win. Oh. We'll see you Friday, Bell. You guys suck. What? No. <laughs> you can't say that. It dumped. <laughs> yes, because we already established what he was going to be doing, and then you say you're going to, and you just can't do that. We didn't say where the tampon was, though. Where else are they? Here. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. There's a guy. They're, they don't go anywhere. No, I was particular. thinking of another place. Okay, well, milk duds. Blame it on the Will you stop? What's wrong with you? Talk about the candy bar. Oh. Candy bar. Talk about what he looks like. Uh, vampire, you're in the hideout. Candy bar. Yeah, I'm, guess, I'm guessing she looks like Paris Hilton after she gets to the wall at about 500 miles an hour with a big water chew on one side of her mouth. <laughs> All right, come on. Just be, She's a beautiful woman from Virginia, and I she's look, into me. I look like Paris Hilton if she was a burn victim and overweight. Okay. She, she's calling into radio shows looking for a man. How good looking can she be? My acne scars. Why are you putting me down, vampire, if she obviously is interested? I ain't putting what? you down, dude. I'm just telling you, know, you when, if she, she emails a picture, which would surprise me, when I hear the, oh, you know, I'm not going to be surprised. You know, Vampire, I'm going to say she is a dead ringer for Paris when she tucks. Okay, thanks. So, Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, very funny. 5,000. 5,000, man. 5,000. I'm not so sure about that, girl, man. The first thing I did when I talked to her, I was she goes, what? What's going on? I was like, I'm going to get your information. I had to read her off the email just four times. Well, she sounded like she was maybe having a little drink or something. Hey, look, yeah. I, don't, I don't want my you girls think? to be sober. Why? Let's take a break. We got to take a very quick break. Come back. We'll wrap up this hideout. We're gonna do photo shoot. All right, let's do the photo shoot during right. the commercial break. If you guys hear the camera clicks, don't don't be disturbed. It's just Douglas taking our pictures. Um, half a and dubs more coming up. We got to talk about Corolla and my girlfriend Jen too. That's also next. <laughs> it's the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. The hideout. There are so many penises. This is the biggest sausage fest on earth. It's the International House of Sausage. Let me say that's not creepy. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. I've picked up probably 99.9% dudes. J-Dubs sounds a little odd. Hideout.com. You're listening to The Hideout with the lads. The Hideout. People think it's all about misery and desperation and death and all that which is not to be ignored. But what they forget is the pleasure of it. It's The Hideout. Hideout. Featuring El Jefe and J-Dubs. The lads. 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back to The Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Jefe and Dubs hanging out. Wednesday night. Um, want to say thank you to David Lightow. Riddafeetbush.com. They're holding their thing at Lafayette Park tomorrow. Protest at noon. In front of the White House. Also to Jed Diamond, the irritable mail.com. Um, much appreciated him coming in and um, basically solidifying every thought that I had about myself that I do go through a monthly cycle and that it's legitimate. And so I don't feel uh, so bad about that. Also, thank you to all the ladies who came into the hideout tonight. Hey, ladies. Um, Amy, who says she looks like Paris Hilton and wants me because I look like Vin Diesel. And I guess it was it Linda who is into for our photographer friend Doug, uh, Douglas Saunders Photography. What were the two names that we just had? Linda and uh, what was your girl's name? Amy. Okay. Why? Just sounds, sounds like old old chick's names. No. Yeah. Well, Amy just turned thirty, but whatever. That's perfect. 
I'm 20. Sometimes you want to go with an older woman. Actually, the majority of the time, I Been think. There. It's a little Demi Moore thing. Yeah, I, I think. Coach or Demi Moore thing. I think older more. women are better at sex. Have you oh. ever had one? No. They just lay there. How do you know? All the time. Really? I don't know about that. See, I don't think. I would think an older woman would be really into it. But not like old, like 70. Well, you just. Well. But I'm saying you get somebody in their 30s. You can't do anything because don't wake the kids up. You're trying to. That's I mean, great. That's what's even sexier about it. Yeah, but you could wake up my eight-year-old. He's got to be a class. Who's like right next to us? No, not next to us. Like in the next room. <laughs> you telling me that's not kind of sexy? Actually, you know what? I may be heading down to uh, Spotsylvania County or whatever it is, Fredericksburg. <laughs> if she's got a kid, it's me, Amy. Man. Oh yeah. Play daddy, but like. Daddy only on like Thursday nights at like one thirty in the morning. I almost said something <laughs> real on PC. Okay, don't. <laughs> I know, just don't. Hold it in. I will. Um, Raider Nation, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? What's up, bro? Dubs, don't worry. I love the sound of your voice, and I look like Carmen Electra. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Come on, <laughs> and you look like Carmen Electra. Great. <laughs> That's so funny. What's the, up? Uh, the bad thing is the Carmel Electra in the uh, uh, DirecTV commercial no, where he's... Like. Oh, I'm nice. No. Hey, Chasey Lane, I um, I was watching my porno. Um, she's beautiful. Wicked Game or whatever it was called. She's it, absolutely beautiful. She's, she's like a Carmen knockoff, yeah, but it's is. like watching porn with Carmen Electra. The, have you ever seen the movie Orgasmo? No, you know what? Last time we talked about her, you told me about yeah, her. Yeah, she, uh, she's one of the stars in that movie, too, and it's great. It's hilarious, and she's actually really good in it. She's so hot. Why Corolla just walked by flipping us off? Get him in here. Corolla, come in here now. Um, What's up, Raider Nation? Speaking of Carmel Electra, the reason I called was because the other night I had a dream of the Speak old... Speak up. The other night I had a dream of just some random old Saturday night show skits, like, popped <laughs> up in my mind. Right. Like what? Uh, the old SARS thing with spoons. Old- uh, <laughs> what what was SARS? Uh, spoons all raunchy sperm. I don't even know if we could say that nowadays. I guess we could say it once. Yeah. But um, Spoon, who used to be on the old Saturday Night Show, um, was known for having sex. Well, he had three kids from three different mamas. Oh, three that's right. Mamas. God damn. You know, you think Spoon would ever just come hang out one night and just hang out yeah. with us? I mean, I think I think um I think everyone's under the everything's under the water. You know, oh, I, mean? I know he doesn't hate me, so maybe I'll just hang out. Oh, I see him a lot now. And he actually we we get along. Yeah, I mean, he's he's cool. That's I've him. never had a problem with him. Right. Hey, Dubs. Yeah. How's your franchise pick working out? Franchise pick. Charles Rogers? No. The original episode. Oh, you, man, you're going back old Saturday <laughs> night shows. J-Dubs, we do this thing on the uh, year anniversary of the hideout where we draft hot chicks in various categories. And we didn't really make it through this last time. No, because Matt Albert was busy just farting around. But one thing that happened is Dubs in the up-and-comer category selected Catherine Zeta-Jones's baby for the potential of her being a hot chick. And um, how's it going? Have you have you done any research? Oh, she still looks hot. Sorry, come on. It's 16 <laughs> years out, please. Thank you, Raider Nation. 866-277-4969. For a baby, okay? For a baby. No, that's not even funny. It's really... <laughs> this has been like the oddest hour. Destroy this whole segment, like the whole hour of the hideout. This never happened. Corolla, why are you walking by the yeah. window... Flipping us off. What's your problem? He's flipping you off. Why? What happened? <laughs> you know. Everybody, everybody always has a problem with you, but not me. Which is odd. Spoon, 
same way. Had a problem with you, but not me. Hey, dubs I'm cool with. Yeah, it's true. You always hear that. Why Why do you hate me? What happened? Because you took my phone. And? I had to uh, send a personal message? Yeah, you did. I don't know how Tommy's doing this yeah. thing. Yeah, but he, he gave me the thumbs up. What happened with your phone? You sent a text message out. What did it say? It said, please love me. What did I send it to? To Jen. To hot Jen. And it looks like it came from you in a weird stalker way? Yes. I don't even know how many you sent. You could have sent multiple. Why would that be funny? <laughs> oh, it's very funny. It's not funny at all. Because it makes it look like you're a stalker. I you, know. And you want her to love you. Why are you trying to sabotage me like this? I'm just looking at some of the pictures over here. They're looking great. Really? Yeah. With Doug? Yeah. SaundersPhotography.com. You got to check it out. He's going to be... Are you going to... Do you bring your equipment? Are you going to be have your equipment at Lulu's this Friday? Uh, I probably... I'm probably are you just, there more in a gonna, party mood? I was just going to hang out and, you know, meet yeah, people, just, you know. Come on out and party. And, All you right. know, have a good time. But uh, I will... Uh, I'll bring some prints out to you guys on Friday. We'll, we'll do official presentation. And, uh, and we'll post them so, you know, people can see them. Corolla, get Jen on the phone and ask her why um, you're text messaging her to say that you love her. Please love me. That's not that's, the way you're going to get a girl. That's just awkward. I didn't send it. You, you sent it out. Is it on your phone? Yeah. Then you sent it. You sent it. I didn't send it. Why are you trying to what, sabotage me What did like she re respond with? Well, we'll see now. Did she send anything back? Please stop. <laughs> you're hairy and creepy. It's a... Stop texting me. Is that what I said? Yes. Let me see. <laughs> You're creepy. I didn't man. do anything. Leave the girl Reply. alone. I didn't do anything. Reply. Yep. Oh, come on. Love me more. Love me, mommy. Why would you guys do this? To Is me? that what you call her? Is your mom hot? Why are you? Ch <laughs> I just wondering because I dig it. How am I supposed to know? I like Italian chicks. Is she hot? What's the matter with you, man? Stop. But I don't know what's your problem. I'm asking you. She's moving in. You're just trying to sabotage me so you can get some action at the Manson concert, man. I'm asking you a simple question. What? Is your mother hot? How am I supposed to know? Answer the question. I don't know. Will you stop yelling? I'm people pissed are, off. People are turning off the radios right now because you're crying like Well, a now girl. I look like a weirdo stalker type. Stop texting me. You already look like a weirdo. And you're laughing. You like it. You're having a grand old time over Take there. Take a quick picture of Corolla. Yeah, he's really angry. Yeah, in his um, oversized mason jersey. What? What's your beef, man? Why would you do that? I'm serious. 866-277-4969. The hideout with Hef and J-Dub. It's not funny. Why you got to look all casual sitting there like that? Corolla in the background, crying like a little girl. I didn't, what are you, Dubs, what are you doing with the phone? What do you think? Why would you do this? Hold on a second. Um, Dubs, so this Friday we're going to be at Lulu's. Corolla, are you going to be there signing your CDs and your panties? I'm going to do my best. Don't do your best because your best obviously sucks. Well, if you keep sabotaging me, it does. Why are you looking at me like that, man? You're, you're happy, aren't you? I could be happier. Oh, happy. Oh, happy. Oh, happy. Come on, where's the backspace on this thing? <laughs> I don't know if there is one. Someone's calling. Hold on. Oh, hold on a second. Jen, you're in the hideout. Oh, happy. Hello? Hi, Jen. How you doing, sweetie? I'm fine. Lose that Hello? loser. Lose that loser, Alex. <laughs> oh, happy. I'm too tired of him stalking me. Because hey, he keeps sending you text messages. <laughs> I hung up on her. Whatever. That was obviously a man. <laughs> it was. This isn't funny. What are you guys doing? All right, go away. You're giving me a headache. Look, you're... Uh, 
beat it. No. You, oh, you're so ugly. Go Uh-oh. away. Uh-oh. She just sent another one back. What did it say? Okay. You sick freak. Oh. Come on. You're a loser. I, I sent her one saying, I just want to be with you. <laughs> That's all I want. Come on. I just want... Like, tell her how... Tell her how Corolla wants to be with her. Give me my phone, please. It's all in the name of love. A N A. Say, uh, I got it. You know, back door. He wants to go there first before they even kiss. Because that's your thing, right? Is that the Italian way? Uh, yeah. It's Greek way. <laughs> oh my bad. I'm sorry. It's all the same. All you pe- white people look the same to me. Um, you look white. What are you talking about? I look like Vin Diesel's. Vin Diesel look white to you? Vin <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, let's be willing to forgive you now. <laughs> Whatever. You're the one that's sending dirty messages. Come on, Dubs, quit it. Um, here's the thing. Doug, we're going to see you coming up Friday, Friday at Lulu's. Yes, sir. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, also excited about IndependenceAirFly.com hooking us up with these tickets. Uh, round trip uh, for two anywhere Independence Air flies um, as well. Um, you know, all kinds of various stuff going on. What? Oh, okay. Um, Nab, you're in the hideout? Yeah, hey, um, uh, tell Corolla, man, don't be crying. El Jefe couldn't get a woman if he paid her. Uh, what? <laughs> hey, I'm man, a, I'm a that's, why you gotta, that's why you gotta sabotage the brother, man. Give him a break. It's not about sabotage. It's about, uh, she and wants me. What you doing it for? <laughs> I put, uh... El Jefe. Thanks, Nab. <laughs> I, I sent her, uh... Later. Later, man. But, uh, <laughs> I, I sent her a message saying, backdoor, please. She says, I'm not using the strap on. <laughs> <laughs> You're a loser, Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> she's funny. I thought she's my girlfriend. That's you, why we're going get, to Manson together. That's a keeper, my friend. Oh, yeah. She's one she knows. Comedic timing. Unlike Corolla. 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 You know what he tells me off the air after the show? All the girls want Corolla. Corolla. He hadn't sniffed a girl, well, since the porn star was in, but since before that, it's been a while. Stop texting her. It's really creepy. Oh, by the way, if we were a real show for the last two hours, we'd have been talking about the fact that Arafat's finally dead. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Arafat died. Arafat is dead. Not sure what that means. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a interesting situation to see how it all plays out. That mean uh, there's peace out. in the Middle East now? No. Let's hope for better I things. I think it's going to get worse. Really? Yeah. I, especially, you know, there's, there's no power in that country now. Well, no, at least we have Kerry to solve. Oh, well, Hank, no. Bush, Bush, will, Bush will know how. Yeah, no way. <laughs> no. Hmm. Don't blame me. I voted for Kerry. Yeah, well, at least we found the weapons of Matt. Uh, no, we didn't. I don't think so. We got Bin Laden. No, we don't have Bin Laden either. Hmm. All right. Well, whatever. The hideout will be a Lulu's. There, there it is. Something positive. Well, at least we still got Corolla. And at least Corolla still has his text messages. He's just over there typing away. What are you typing? I'm telling him that wasn't me. And I'm not.